702. The Political Desk. All right, uh, we've been talking, of course, uh, about uh, the plight of so many nurses in this country. Often they're exhausted, uh, they work long hours, they're underpaid, and uh, many of them fall victim to gender-based violence incidents both at home and in the line of duty. Are we taking care of our nurses? We're joined by Dr. Basani Baloi, who's uh, the inequality programs uh, lead at Oxfam South Africa. Very good morning to you and welcome to our program. Good morning, Bongani. Thanks for having me and hello to all your listeners. So, uh, newspaper reports of patients lying and dying in corridors in our public hospitals, people literally fighting each other for oxygen, uh, really in a battle for the survival of the fittest uh, in the Eastern Cape, we have heard. Uh, I imagine those probably horrify you, but based on what uh, you've been seeing, are hardly surprising. They are definitely hardly surprising. I mean, they are horrifying. They ne- we should never normalize uh, those events. Yeah. Um, that they are part of a system where, you know, there is this deep unequal resource redistribution, much of it have, having to do with the way in which the budget has been structured, uh, uh, where we've seen a lot of cuts over the last few years, governance issues, of course, and um, as a result of which, you know, there's a shortage of uh, critical medical supplies and also a shortage or understaffing, we would say, a premeditated understaffing of healthcare workers that are meant to be the first line of defense. Yeah. Um, and... and the, the, there are a range of strategies of cost containment that have been employed that uh, render uh, healthcare workers unable to 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 protect us, basically, or to do the work that they are meant to yeah. be doing. Where have we got it so wrong? I mean, we do spend a tidy sum on healthcare in South Africa. How have things gone so wrong? Well, we we do right, but I mean, we still are below the uh, a budget declaration in terms of like how much we we ought to be spending. Um, and however, over the last couple of years, we have actually been cutting our healthcare budget, right? And what we and they, I mentioned cost containment uh, strategies. Some of them yeah. are a hiring ban on healthcare workers um, and also a de-skilling of the profession. Uh, uh, and that has happened in several uh, provinces. Uh, it has been the, the the hiring ban has been implemented in several provinces, and uh, and also de-skilling of the profession by ensuring that uh, uh, healthcare workers or nurses that are sh- that should that are that operate on lower grades are then hired to take up uh, positions of those who are skilled at a higher grade as a way of managing the cost. Of, 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 of the healthcare budget. Oh, I see. So uh, we're taking underqualified people so that we can pay them less. Yes. I mean, they, they, are, they are qualified uh, uh, within their grade. So I don't want to, like, uh, throw them under the bus. Right. Way. But yeah. for, for the, the, the various jobs that they're meant to be taking out and over, they are underqualified. But it's the cost containment strategy. Yeah. Right. Um, so what that has done is that one of our the guests who spoke yesterday, uh, Maredi from Wainitu, who's a, who's a professional nurse, says that she has to split herself into thousands of pieces. Because one of the other thing, areas in which the cost containment has happened is a cutting in administrative staff, and which means that nurses are then having to take up that position of, 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 doing, the admin, uh, of, of doing the admin work 
while also having to take care of patients, while also having to clean, while also being ha- having to be guards, right? So what? how then does that care worker who's having to split herself into 10,000 pieces because there's right. a chronic and severe short uh, understaffing that is being deliberated by uh, the, the, the National Treasury in the way in which it's uh, doing the, the, the expenditures. How then is yeah. that uh, care worker to deliver the service and quality of service that is, is required? So indeed, this is where it leaves us with a, a deeply uh, compromised uh, healthcare system. And what we are saying is that if you compromise the conditions of work, then you are compromising the conditions of healthcare. And this is not just about the public healthcare sector, which I'm talking about now, also within the private healthcare sector, what we are seeing is uh, shareholder payouts that have grown uh, uh, like by 96% cash that is paid out to shareholders. Uh, 19 billion rand uh, shareholders have received uh, over the last four years, while the profits that have been made by those uh, companies uh, are 11 billion rand. So they're paying out more to shareholders than they are making in profits. One of the companies have actually... Uh, in one year, in 2017, paid out more in profits, yet made losses. And this is also happening at a time when uh, job insecurity has increased within those uh, various companies, where we are seeing labor-brokered workers being used, right? Uh, And again, when you're using those labor-brokered workers, they don't get the same amount of uh, protection, labor protections, as others do. So yeah, it's a, fr- it's a frightening picture. It's a frightening picture. Boon time for the private sector. What shareholder bonanzas that you are referring to is what we have seen in recent years. Um, I thought a particular highlight of the report was uh, how you say that uh, much of this work has been feminized and one wonders uh, in the broader conversations around gender-based violence. This is why perhaps we're not taking the plight of so many nurses as seriously as we ought to. Dr. Basanya Baloyve, Inequality Programs Lead at Oxfam, South Africa.